0: Say that me. Go me. welcome back to Don't Call Me Baby. This is episode six. I'm Roxanne. I'm Melissa. And we have a special guest today. This is Maddie. We are excited to have her. Um we so we just got these mugs and they are out for pre-sale starting tomorrow. Today. Today. So They're super cute. Super cute. They have logos on both sides, so we're super excited about
1: that. Yay! I can't wait. Also, I just wanted to do a quick, or touch on something real quick. Um, I got a message on Instagram a couple days ago. Um, A girl just asked me more so why I have so many things against relationships. And I personally wanted to touch on that. Um... I have nothing against relationships. I love relationships. I love love. I'm a huge, like, hopeless romantic. But I also believe that you need to find the right person to have that level of connection with. And each person's very different. So when I come across as, I don't like PDA or I don't like people calling me babe, and I'm very like, if it's not the right person or you don't have a connection, leave. It's because I believe everyone does have people out there that they can make a solid connection with and they can live happily ever after with and i think a lot of people settle so i just wanted to touch on that i love love i believe it's out there for me i believe it's out there for melissa i believe it's out there for maddie everyone like it's a beautiful thing when you find it i just want people to understand that it's so much better when you find it with the right person so i just wanted to mention that before we get into today's topic
0: that was so well said. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that makes <laughs> my heart happy. That was beautiful. <laughs> um,
1: but today we are talking about introverts versus extroverts, and kind of like date ideas for that as well. We're gonna jump into towards the end. Um, Maddie, do you have a definition of what you think like introvert is?
2: Yeah, so I think introvert is just somebody who prefers to spend majority of their time alone. Like, they would choose staying at home rather than, like, going to a party, like, nine times out of ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, then, but then there's also, like, there's the introverts who are, like, they want to stay home, and then there's, like, the introverts kind of, like, I feel like how I was a little bit growing up, just, like... You, like, want friends. Like, they're the ones that get, like, lonely. Like, you want friends and you want to go out, but you just don't have the right people to surround yourself with. So you're kind of, like, you're just an introvert because you're alone all the time, not because, like, you're choosing to. Worry. It's not by choice. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Fair.
1: <laughs> so. um, do you want to go on, on, on with omnivert omnivert amber
0: <laughs> so amber is a mix between an introvert and an extrovert it's kind of like an introverted extrovert um that's what i am okay. like i i love being social i love surrounding myself with people but when my social battery drains i have to be alone and like i can't like i can't I just don't have the energy, like, if I'm around people, I just, I'm not the fun Lauren that they all know and love, you know, I'm just like, I just gotta be by myself, you know, it's like important to prioritize the you time, at least for like, someone who's an ambivert, (laughs) Um, but yeah, and then there's an extrovert, which you are, (laughs) I am, I
1: mean, and I think with being an extrovert, it's so in my head introverts still like being with like I guess their person sometimes even if they want to be alone like they kind of like secluding themselves to one or two people mm-hmm. who can kind of be around them more is that right like no that's for, like, that's right versus for me I think being as extroverted as I am when I'm done with people like when I have my days where I'm like no like I don't care if I'm in love with you. I don't care if you're my best friend. Like, I'm not answering calls. I'm not cuddling up with someone. Like, I am alone Mm -hmm. to recharge because I give so much of myself so often to everyone else. And, I mean, I get energized by other people, too. So, it's a back and forth. Right. But once I need that, like, seclusion, it's, like, full-on, like, seclusion. Right. So, I think.
0: Yeah. That's really... Yeah, no, I feel that, like, I feed off of other people's energy. Mm-hmm. So when I'm, like... When I'm feeling not so social, I'm, like, I make sure that I hang out with people who I know will bring that energy. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, all right, you'll give me a little kickstart. <laughs> right. I feel <laughs> so. I think it's so
2: important, too, just to... I think no matter, like, where you are on, like, the spectrum, it's so important to spend alone time. Like, yes. you need to... Be, be okay, like, regardless of just, like, sitting down with yourself and, like, having a conversation with yourself. Like, it's – I think for extroverts sometimes it's hard because you always – like, there's some people, like, they can't be alone like, because they're right. so extroverted. And it's just – I feel like it's important to, like, spend time with yourself because it's, like, the whole, like, self-love thing. Like, you have to love – you love people from how you love yourself. So I think it's so important to, like –
1: yeah no I agree like I definitely think time alone is the best time
0: you can spend getting to know yourself like if you don't know who you are no it really is you know like you need to be alone to like be able to gather your thoughts Mm -hmm. like even like like personally when I like I like working out Mm -hmm. so when I work out I'm just like it gives me time to think right gives me time to release stress that's from work or even like like personal life but like it's just so important just to have like even a night, like take a bath, <laughs> yeah. Do a facial, like bath bomb going <laughs> on. light a candle, yeah. get Netflix
2: on your toilet while you're yes. Lying yes. in the bath. I do the bath. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But no, it's so important. I always wonder, like, with people who are like always doing something, I'm like, when do you have time alone? Right. <laughs> when do you have time? Push the dog so we have or, another dog yeah, we do. buddy today.
1: His name is Cinder. He's sweet and very, um, social. He's an extrovert. Okay. Nice.
0: No, he's horny. <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's a horny extrovert. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot about yeah. those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's sweet though. Yeah, you know, It's fine.
1: Um, I think another big thing about it is, like, to not change. Like, if you're an extrovert, if you're an introvert, especially with dating, like, not to change who you are to accommodate that other person. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean you don't compromise. Cinder! It just means you, um, like, accommodate. You know, like, mm-hmm. you, you don't change yourself. You make time for what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm dating an introvert, like, yes, I have to make time for them. But I also have to make time to go out and do things with groups of people. And, like, right.
0: Have fun. I think it's like, honestly, if you think about it like it's the whole nature versus nurture thing. Like if you're you're I don't know if you're born an introvert an extrovert or you just learn it over time. Or if it's just like a personality trait. I don't know. But you cannot change. An introvert to an extrovert. Yeah. Absolutely not. And you can't change an extrovert to an introvert. Like, you just can't. Right. But I I
2: feel like there's so many couples. It's like one's an extrovert and one's an introvert, and it just works so well. Mm -hmm. Because, like, one kind of, like, takes the other back, and the other one kind of, like, pushes it out there. Right. But I I feel like I definitely gravitate more towards extroverts because I feel like I kind of have very like introvert tendencies like I feel like I'm right in the middle like really just depends on the day like I'm like I'm like an introvert extrovert which they say is like people who have like an undiagnosed anxiety disorder (laughs) but mine's diagnosed so I know (laughs) (laughs) I already know it's a problem (laughs) so like one of the big things is like I have like performance anxiety and social anxiety so like Sometimes I do want to go out and, like, be around people, but it's just, like, really hard for me because I'm, like, I don't know. Like, it just freaks me out. So, like, whenever I'm around, like, somebody who's, like, extroverted, like, I feel like even just in, like, friendships and relationships, I feel like that's, like, why we get along so well. It's because you do, like, help take me, like, out of my shell a little bit. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh. Yeah. I think it's important, too, like, when – I've struggled with this before. Like, when you're in – well, I'm an introvert, so like when I'm social, I'm social. But when I don't want to be social, it's I don't want to do anything. Right. And it's hard to communicate that sometimes because it's like um, I'm a people pleaser, so oh, it's then, just see, I like, think that comes from that. Too. Yeah. So it's just like should I just straight up tell them like, hey, I do not have any any energy left. To even like be in a social situation mm-hmm. right now like I can't do that you know like yeah. it's time to leave like right <laughs> and
1: I just like that's another thing like know when your time is like that you need to go and mm-hmm. be alone even if you're in the middle of doing it. well even
0: not even go it's just like when you get like a text like with these plans mm-hmm. and it's just like hey, I don't – and I still I still feel guilty, like, mm-hmm. even, like, to this day. It's just, like, I do not have the social energy to go out right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't want to be around people. I won't be a fun time. My company won't be great.
2: Yeah. You know? So – th- I think Rachel definitely, like, sees that, like, from me. Like, it's – like, I love hanging out with you guys and stuff, but it's just, like, it's sometimes a lot. Like, I, like – I literally, like, can't handle, like, being around that many people that often. But, like, I feel like every time we hang out, like, we have such a great time. And, like, I don't know. It's it's definitely um, you have to protect your energy. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, like, however, like, even if it's, you know, looked down upon or if somebody's, like, oh, like, why aren't you going out? Or, like, why are you leaving right. early? It's, like, you kind of have to put yourself first in that case, case scenario. Even as, like, as hard as it is sometimes, you just have to, like you know, take a step back from the situation, like, figure out where your mental state is, where you are, where you need to be, and sometimes that's at home alone, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and I think that's something, like, I've had to kind of, like, learn, because, like, whenever I get invited to things, like, I'm like, oh my god, I want to do everything, like, I want to be at every party, and I want to do this, this, and this, but then I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to be so emotionally exhausted if I go do all of that, so I have to really, like, prioritize like where i spend my time and like who i want to surround myself with because like
0: protecting your energy is so important no exactly and i was i think i was i was talking to you about this it's like it's important who you have to think about like who you want to invest your energy in right like i choose to invest my energy in you because i love you yeah. <laughs> um but like there's sometimes like social situations where you just like you're just like why am I even exerting this energy? Mm-hmm. And I'm not even having that good of a time Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like why am I here?
1: <laughs> I definitely I mean, I think that's the case no matter who you are. Like I know with me even though the, like we have a huge group and I don't have any, I mean I can be cordial with anybody. right. But there are definitely people that I, over time, I have stopped inviting. It doesn't mean other people, you know can't invite them it doesn't mean I can't see them it just means I personally don't choose to put myself in the situation where I'm extending that invite Mm -hmm. because I only like I'm super genuine I will do anything for my friends like I really will like I will bend over backwards for you but once I realize that the feeling is in no way mutual it doesn't have to be the same degree I'm a gift giver I'm an acts of service person like I know I give above what I could ever expect from other people right like, as a general rule. So, like, I don't need that level, but when I see it's never reciprocated, and normally it's like I get screwed, not just mm-hmm. it's not reciprocated, I choose not to put those people in my life. Right. Even if they're in a group. Like, it doesn't mean you have to stop hanging out, you know, like in the group. It doesn't mean that you can right. never see them. It just means you personally don't have to put yourself in the position where you're inviting them out. Right. And p- other people just have like, to respect They can be around. Exactly. But, but you don't have to put you don't yourself have to, through that. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: So my, like, therapist, she gave me, like, this really, really good analogy. It's, like, everybody has a jar of jelly beans. And, you know, like, if you're giving all of your jelly beans away, you're going to be, like, left with an empty jar. Like, relationships need to be, like, here's a couple jelly beans. Give me back a couple jelly beans. Right. You know, what has Trade to your be. yellow for your green. Yeah. It has to be a give-and-take relationship because, like, I would literally just give all my jelly beans away to anybody who would give me any kind of attention. I'd be like, here, I'm throwing you Mm. jelly beans. And then I wasn't getting anything back and I just, like, I was left very empty. You know, I wasn't a fulfilled person and, like, dealt with, like, you know, like, isolation, loneliness, and depression because of it. But once I started surrounding myself with, like, better people and, like, relationships where it was give and take, like... I'm, like, happier than I've ever been just because I'm taking the time to, like, take into consideration, like, what I'm getting back from other people. And it kind of sounds selfish because it's, like, I don't know. I guess it sounds selfish to me because, like, I do just try to give all my jelly beans away. But, you know, like, it really has, like, it's literally changed my whole perspective and, like, my way of life and, like, my happiness. Like, I just don't feel like I've been, like, happier because, like, I'm really, like, paying attention to, like, the jelly beans in my yeah. life. My I life. Life. <laughs> honestly, that was how <laughs> no. I was in like high school
1: for sure. Middle school and elementary, we won't even go into that level of like no friends I had. Like in high school, I was still nerdy and jockey and all this stuff, and I wanted it friends. Like all I wanted was friends mm-hmm. in any capacity. And um, then, like, getting into college the year of like straight college I did, and then going to the Marine Town, like, everything, I did it for other people. All Mm -hmm. the decisions I made up until I was, like, 22 were for other people to have friends or to have relationships or, you know, like, because I wanted that level of love and affection and Mm -hmm. attention and all this other stuff. And then I slowly, 26 now, so it's taken about three years. And, like, (laughs) last year I think I finally started doing well. But, like, it took a lot of, like, learning, oh, these people aren't here for you. And like mm-hmm. figuring out the sign the red flags earlier on and earlier on as to like who's actually here for you, who's genuine and who just mm-hmm. is there because they see you're an easy target to use. Mm-hmm. You make them feel great and so obviously they want you around. Mm-hmm.
0: You gotta weed it out. And I have a problem with that because I'm such a I'm such a trusting person. Mm-hmm. Like I will literally like I'll meet someone and I'll just automatically trust them. I don't know, I'm just I know I've been told I'm too nice and like All that. And I know I am, but it's just... It's hard to tell people, like, no, or it's just... It's hard for me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just hard to set boundaries, you know? I'm just such... I don't know why. I just... I don't know if I was born that way or if I was raised that way, but I'm just, like, I'm such a people pleaser, and I literally feel guilty every time I tell people, like, no, I can't do this. No, I can't do that. Like, I just... It kills me inside a little bit. I don't know why. It it sucks.
2: Yeah. I feel like you're a lot like me. Like, you're a jelly bean giver. But, like, you also have to, like, remember, like, there's people who are just jelly bean takers. Like, all they want to do is take and take from you. Mm -hmm. You know? And, like, that's... They, like... I feel like these are, like, the egotistical, like, maniacs who think they're just, like, so cool and so great. Like, everybody should, like, pour into them and they don't need to, like pour back into anybody else and there's a lot of people like that you know what i mean so i think it's definitely something that you just need to be conscious and aware of because you gotta have some equal jelly bean give and take obviously
1: one thing i really started focusing on is one-on-one conversations
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and how much of that because like for me i want to listen to people's problems I'm not a therapist by any means, but mm-hmm. I think I have, like, good outside perspectives. I've been told, like, for the most part, I can offer shit. You know, like, mm-hmm. good outside views. Mm-hmm. Can't help myself ever, but <laughs> it's fine. But um, I started realizing how often, like, wh- well, I should say which people would just talk about themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. And then they'd
1: ask about you, but within, like, three minutes, somehow, the story you started telling...
0: Turn to them. Literally
1: like, turn to them, like, within, right. like, a minute or two. And I'm like, so you don't really care. Like, there's no care in that side. You know, like, mm-hmm. you don't care about me mm-hmm. that much. And like I- it's
0: still, to this day, it still catches me off guard when people, like, ask me, like, so how are you doing? Like, like, how have things been? Like, how's mm-hmm. your work? How are things? And I'm just, like, it catches me off guard because there's not a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. At least, like, not in yeah. my life. Like, you do that. So I know you, you a real one, but like, it just catches me off guard. Cause I'm like, Oh, they actually care. Like, right. You're not just like trying to make small talk. Like it's like, you actually care. And it just throws me off guard, which is sad because it is more but people, most people, people are like just in the world for themselves.
1: And we all right. are to a degree. No one can lie about that. But like, I think it's a level of people need to realize that real friendship and real relationships get you further in the world. Like, you know, we can get further together than we can because we're just out for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So,
2: And I also think, like, back on that point, like, there's a big difference in hearing and listening. Yes. Like, you can have a conversation with somebody and then they're just trying to think of, like, that next thing that they're going to say. They're not listening to what you're saying because they're so concerned about themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. And one thing that I've, like, come to, like, learn and, like, realize is It's never really personal with people. Like people treat you the way they treat you because that's their point of reference in the world. Yeah, you know they have their experiences and like who they are and like if they're mean to you, that's only a reflection of them. You know, it's because they. It's. I think. I think a lot of times, like I feel like I always have taken things like very personally. Like if somebody's mean to me, I'm like, oh my god, like they hate me. But you know what? They might hate themselves. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not anything I did. It's not anything I could do to change that. It's because they don't love themselves and it's their point of reference of the world. Not anything I've done. Right. Right.
0: I feel like that's such a, like, I've seen so many, like, you know, those like Instagram, like motivational quote memes on there. They're like, you know, like it's a reflection of them, not you. And it's so cliche sounding, but it's so true because literally... If someone, like, if someone just met you and they're, they're mean to you, like, it's just, it's a reflection of you, like, you know you're great. Right. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully (laughs) you have
2: some self-love there. Hopefully (laughs) there's a little self-love there, but. I mean, um, everybody loves themselves. Like, there's, I mean, some people don't love themselves, but I think, like, I think, like, more than not people love themselves i feel like you have to yeah i think people love that even people with like crazy levels of depression
1: i think they love themselves i think the depression comes from other people not loving them Mm -hmm. so they feel worthless despite they might know how much they have to offer you know like they might still love themselves Mm -hmm. but they're like well in the world what does that even mean Mm -hmm. if no one else loves me you know like i do feel like to some degree everyone loves themselves Mm -hmm. and maybe that's talking out of turn maybe that's not true that's just kind of how i look at it because like for you to feel that level it's because other people aren't feeding into you Mm -hmm. it's not you know it's not because you look at yourself and you know your thoughts and you're like oh yeah I suck it's more like you know other people don't see what I know
0: Mm -hmm. and that's so sad because I'm an overthinker so bad and I'm always like do these people even like me? <laughs> like, literally, when I'm in, like, a social environment, I'm like, do these people even like me? Or do you just, like, have to do? No.
2: Yeah. I feel like I there's, feel like, those people that, that they are like, oh, I love myself. Like, I know I look good. Like, I'm killing it for the thrill of it. And I feel like a lot of times, like, those people are, like, the jelly bean takers. You yeah. know what I mean? Because they're like, I have me. I'm the shit. Like, I don't need anybody else. Like... Like, why do I have to give
0: anybody anything? Because, like, I'm all bad. Right. I feel like those are the saddest people, though. Like, when they're alone. Mm-hmm. I agree with them. How are their thoughts? Like, I, I bet you those people, when they're alone, they're just, like, depressed. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, like, a coping mechanism
2: for, like, mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of people. Well, um, I know
0: you do. Do you watch Bachelor in Paradise? I've seen a few episodes, Kay. but I don't it.
1: That's what Demi reminds me of. What
2: do you mean?
1: Like, she gives so much on camera and out in front of people, and I feel mm-hmm. like she almost does that coping,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because she hasn't, like, found a relationship, and she hasn't.
2: But I feel them. like she loves herself, too. I so No, I think
1: she does to a degree, but I also think No, I'm saying, like,
2: on your point, like, it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, like she's, she's
1: one of those people. Right, that also, like, struggle, though, yeah. like, behind closed doors, mm-hmm.
2: And disclosure, I love Dummy. I love Dummy. If you're watching this, I love you. You're so funny. <laughs> I hope you're watching. Yeah. This. Good. <laughs> if if you when you get kicked off Paradise, I'm literally gonna cry because like you're like 90 percent of the show. So <laughs> love you. Hope you find love, girl. So like, <laughs> I
1: just think with her, she puts on <laughs> such a be- like such a very self positive front, mm-hmm. and I think there could be things that we don't see. Because of mm-hmm. that. You know, like, a lot of times when people are that outgoing and that mm-hmm. self-love in front of everyone, normally that they are compensating mm-hmm. or they are trying to, like, overshadow something that they see in themselves that maybe is harder for them.
2: Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody, like, every like people can front, you know, and people can act to be, like, this put-together like person, like, act like they have all their shit together. But, like, one thing that I've learned is, like, Everybody has their demons. Everybody has their demons that they struggle with. Right. You know what I mean. Every single person. There is not one person on this universe who's not sh- battling something. You know, everybody has their their secrets and like the behind closed doors. And it's kind of crazy. Like, I, so my dad, he was in a relationship, married to this woman for seven years. You know, he, he never saw who she was. Oh, okay. So he never saw, like, who she was till, like, the end of the seven years, like, when he found out that, like, literally through their whole relationship, she was, like, sleeping with all of his friends. Are you serious? Yeah. And he, like, literally, or trying to get with him, sleeping around, you know, the town and stuff. And, like, he never knew till, like, there were so many signs. Like, he literally, like... He chose a relationship, like, with this woman over having a relationship with the family. Like, who does that? Like, what woman makes you, like, choose, like, hey, you have to have our family or, like, that family? You know, like, there was, there was so many red flags, you know? And then finally, like, seven years later, come to find out she's a terrible person, shocker. But she fronted him for seven years. I think it's so hard sometimes to, like, actually know who somebody is because people can pretend to be somebody for the whole time you know them. Like, there's very few people who are, like, reals, you right. know? Like, when there's something to figure out, because everybody's like, oh, I can't figure you out or whatever, if there's something to figure out, they're
0: probably fronting, you know? Yes. No, I agree. Yeah. Like, that's why, like, I gravitate towards people that are very open You know, just because it's just like people that are like mysterious and um, stuff like that, it's just like you're finding a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's just like weird energy. Right. Well,
1: that's one of the reasons I like this so much is like so much feedback we've gotten is that that we've opened conversation. Mm -hmm. People are being more open and more honest. You know, like at least based on our topics. And like, I think just people realize that the more genuine you are the more people you attract like the more you know like the more genuine humans you're gonna come in contact with like mm-hmm. I mean just look at our friend group we have more genuine people than I probably met in my lifetime
2: and mm-hmm. that's like one thing like I feel like I haven't had a lot of relationships throughout my life just because I'm never going to be fake. I'm never going to front. I'm always going to be who I am. And that has literally led to, like, a very lonely life. And, you know, I'm now at this point in my life where, like, I have a friend group for the first time. And, like, I am so happy. Like, I didn't cave and I stayed true to who I was, you know. And I feel like it's, like created this life that I'm living now like I love my friends I love my job me and my family have never had like a better relationship never I've literally never been happier you know and that's it's, amazing yeah it's I love that Taken a long time and like a lot of loneliness and a lot of sadness to get here but I just feel like being genuine and true to who you are sometimes it's like really hard because like you're different and you're weird mm-hmm. and you don't fit in you know but yeah. like In the long run, I feel like I would rather, like, be me than be somebody else, you know? Like, I don't want to pretend. I don't want to, like... I don't want to wear something somebody else is wearing just because, like... And I hate it, you know? And I'm wearing it anyway. And, like, I just never want to be, like, a fake person. Like, I just want to be, like, a real genuine person. And I feel like it has... Like, you you attract, like, the energy that you put out is the energy you kind of attract. Exactly. And it's, like, taken a while to get here, but I finally feel like I have, like, a circle who I vibe with. Yeah. And that vibes with me and accepts me for who I am, and I don't have to pretend to be anybody else to be accepted.
0: I love that. No, that's such a good feeling. Like, honestly, I'm 24 when I, like, literally up until I was about like 22. I feel like whenever I would like meet people, I would kind of like feed off their energy and like see how they were and kind of like force myself to be like them. Mm-hmm. It, it does that make sense yeah, like no, to I know kind of like, like fit in with them and it never works. Like mm-hmm. it never lasted long because you're not happy. Cuz you're not like, happy. It's just like this isn't me. Yeah. Um and then I finally you know, I self-love journey we love those (laughs) so I did that um and I kind of learned who I was and then I started acting myself around people that I met Mm -hmm. and like you this is the first time I've had a friend group too Mm -hmm. in my life Mm -hmm. like this is the first time ever and it's great like I there's so many people that I can reach out to when I like need help or like it's just, it's an amazing feeling, and it's, like, I'm authentically myself, and it's so, it's just great. It's, like, a crazy thing to say. You yeah, know? it it's is. Like, it's, wow, like, wow, I'm, like, I'm really living my truth for, like, you know. Right. And I just, like, I started a new job, and I'm happy with it, and I'm just, like, things are falling into place for me right now, and I'm proud of myself, and I just, like. I love that. Yeah. It's just. that. This makes me so happy, oh, you yeah. guys. <laughs> like,
1: because, I mean, me, I mean, it was originally me, Louis, two other guys. Like, that was our whole friend group. That's, That's how it started. Like, yeah. When I was 24. So, look at that. Yeah. Like, two years ago, this month, like, this friend group started, and I had, I've never had a real friend group before. Like, I had yeah. best friends, right? Like, yeah. I had people in my past, but, like, no, like real friend group where you had more than one person you could turn to right at one time in your life and just like that that has become what it is now and like it's not just you know like I thought it was so special but it's become so special for so many people and we all are able to lean on each other that just it makes me so
0: happy I don't know how to describe it it. like
1: like I'm not even drunk, and I'm getting it.
0: <laughs> it's actual people. Like it's not just acquaintances. That exactly. are just like like it's actual friends. I would feel weird calling them at like two a.m. if my tire popped on the side of the road. Like, I have like a good like ten people that I know I could call. Right. You know, and that's it's such a good feeling. I'm so glad I moved here.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest thing there is just learning, like. I mean, your 20s and even your 30s are for exploring, like, figuring out who you are. A lot of people, like, they get married at 18, 19, 20, and sadly, half of them get divorced at 25, 26, 27, so they're in the later exploration side of it. And a lot of them have kids, too. Yeah, but they're, even then, like, you have, I mean, you have your whole life to explore who you are and Mm -hmm. to figure out, like, that being yourself genuinely not like who you think other people want but actually being yourself is go like you're gonna find your group you know you're gonna find your people if you genuinely are and if you step out like even no matter how introverted you are go to a bar with a friend (laughs) and just say hello to one person i mean shoot me and maddie met for a jello wrestling competition, y'all. <laughs> I how hey, you guys met. Yeah. We met, I was I was heading this jello wrestling competition in Connolly's in downtown Greenville, and we had one girl back out <laughs> the day before. And I meet Maddie and a look like we're trying to find someone that's willing <laughs> to jello wrestle the next day. I
2: literally had like a bartender there, he came up to me and he was like, I was with my friend, and they were like, do either one of you guys wanna do jello wrestling? and I was like yo like why not like it sounds like an experience you gotta try everything once in life you guys she
1: won the whole thing (laughs) she won my trophy that i designed okay she fucking killed everyone
2: (laughs) if you if you i have the trophy still so i'll bring it for the next one yes
1: we'll show it you keep it but we'll show
2: it
1: no 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 it's yours
2: It's in nobody it's literally in the attic. It's it's somebody needs else somebody else needs to You can give it it to the next person. We're gonna have a second
1: tournament. So you can we'll pass it on.
2: Yeah, just keep the trophy and you get it for a year and you pass it to the next person.
1: I like that. I like that. I like that. that. It's cute.
0: It's like the MMA. Exactly. You You have
1: to pass
2: it. Sisterhood of
0: the traveling trophy. I'm like
2: excited I I wonder who's gonna like win
0: right (laughs) me and Ted are planning it now so stay tuned so you're
1: gonna be contacted to wrestle I'm gonna wrestle yeah
0: I want to do Taylor Wrestling. It sounds we'll fun. post
1: it live streamed on our Instagram, you guys.
0: If you're like, interested.
2: Yeah. We should do like, y'all should do like a class before so people like know some moves. We're
1: doing things differently this year. Yeah.
2: we <laughs> really this year. I mean, there's some girls who are like me and like going at it, and then there were some like There were two throwing, girls that like literally jello at each
1: other. <laughs> they were like. Oh, girls, I love them to death. They live in Morrisville. They came down for it. They were Beautiful all about girls. it. They were so They cute. were the hottest so girls probably yeah. in the tournament. Yeah. Like, and, you, babies, know, everybody everybody all, up, you know, everybody and it up. But they bad. they almost backed out and were like, y'all just have to fight each other. You don't even have to fight. Get in the fucking pool and put on a show. So they'd be like, they'd grab each other and be like, one, two, three. Oh, no. And they would fall the jelly. <laughs> And we let them do that for, like, three minutes and then finally pulled them out. And we're just like, you both win. Yay. (laughs) Now let's get back to the real thing. They were, like, our intermission.
2: (laughs) it was fun. It was hardcore though. I was like sore it was literally for like hardcore. a week after.
1: My first fight was with Maddie. We were the first fight of the night, and I'm like, this girl's trying to kill me. Like my <laughs> head's buried in Jello. I'm like, oh my god, I'm I was, dying. Like, trying to pin you so hard. There was were, like, one where I threw you back, and I yeah. landed on you, and it it's my favorite part of any video. It's, oh, it's my fine. God. It was great though. So like, yeah, even you know, interview. even an introvert can come out and find herself in a jello wrestling tournament. So you know, you're gonna find your crew somehow, no yeah. matter how unlikely the situation.
2: Yeah, I'm so thankful that happened. It's so crazy how just like you know, like one night can just you know change your whole exactly change your whole
0: life. Oh yeah, I like you just never know. One year. Florida trip can change your whole life. One jello no, tournament can I change get your whole life. Like one night can change your whole life because I met David at connelly's one night. There you go. And that's how I met all you guys. And I think everything happens for a reason. Like mm-hmm. I met him to meet you guys. Right. No, I I, I believe that. Like a hundred percent. Yeah,
1: one billion percent. I mean, for me, I got in a scooter accident one night. That's how Louis texted me.
0: That's how we became friends. That's how the group got started. Like everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I'm like a sole believer mm-hmm. in that. Like I, I, it's, I agree. It's, that is cliche too. Like. Everything happens for a reason, mean it's but it really true, but does. it's really true. Like, in the moment, it doesn't feel like it, but when you look back at the, like, situations and stuff, mm-hmm. it really does. Like, mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just you crazy. Just, you just never know how
2: you're going to meet that one person that's going to change your life. even that's like a even significant if other, if it's a significant other, if it's a friend, you know what I mean? It doesn't like, I feel like everybody's like, oh, I'm going to meet the love of my life. And then that's that one person I'm looking for. But it's not always about that. It's like a friendship can change your life. Or like you yeah. said, like an acquaintance that you may, they may only be in your life for two months, but like they can add. So like, I don't know. I just, I feel like, all relationships are different and unique, and you know, like sometimes people drift apart, and that's just the best thing to happen for them. And it's hard and it sucks, but like, like I said, you have to know who you're gonna have. You want your
0: energy to be around, you know? Right. And it it literally blows my mind that if I had not been there that night, right? And I hadn't have met David, I would never we wouldn't be here right now yeah well i look at all the like
1: friendships i've made like through toby and i'm like holy fuck like i've met three of my like best friends through him he's not around anymore
0: he'll never
1: be around again but like you know three of his best friends are now my best friends yeah and like i mean i talk to kyle every day not every day
2: probably like four days a week i do have to say rachel Mm -hmm. on one of your podcasts you were like All my friends loved him and stuff. After we broke up, they, like, wanted him to be around. I did not. (laughs) I was like, screw this guy. This guy sucks. Like, I just, yeah. I love you. I love you. Not not everybody (laughs) likes him. All right. I told (laughs) that I didn't like him. I never had a problem with him. I literally met the guy one time. You know, but it's like, sometimes when you break up with somebody, like, I mean, it's good to be friends and kind of stay friends with that person, but, like, I don't know. Well, I I remember
1: you saying it. Like, I saw you the night we broke up Mm because it was bachelor at night. Mm -hmm. And, like, you were like, I'm so happy for you. Like, everyone else texted me that it sucked, you know, like, but you were like, I'm so happy because you knew I wanted to be out of it. Mm -hmm. And, like, you were the one person that was like, like, I'm so happy for you because you're done. Like, Mm -hmm. you're free. And now we can mm-hmm. go on Tinder and Bumble and all the other things and, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, finding I new know. people. I like, <laughs> you know that
2: was so hard for you because you were really trying to, like, negotiate the re- relationship to where, like, he could could be a part of the friend group. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, you really, like, I feel like you only had, like, the best intentions in that. And it kind of, like, was kind of, like, thrown back in your face and that wasn't cool. So Yeah.
1: No, I agree with that. Like, I, I mean, but I do look at it, like. He was in my life for three months but I do feel like I have three other people that are now in my life for years to come Mm -hmm. and so you know if it took a bad relationship to get me to those people Mm -hmm. that are absolutely incredible like I'm super thankful for it Mm -hmm. and I'm also
2: really glad he did stay in the friend group Yeah, because you know like and you probably like I feel like every relationship you learn so much about yourself yeah like you now you know you're like oh this is the exact type of person I don't want to be with but then there's also qualities that he had that you're like oh this is what I liked about him this is what I want in the future
1: and I think that's, that's super so important is to after any relationship you don't jump into something else like I know everyone says rebound rebound sex absolutely fucking ugly, guys yeah. like you know like to get over someone you get under someone like I'm
2: a firm believer in that so shit. we on top either
1: either or <laughs> in front of have a mirror in there guys like whatever you want to do. Mirror is a
0: game changer right?
1: mirrors are game changers for sure get some kinky shit if you haven't had it in a while like whatever you want But as far as relationships go, I definitely think taking time to reflect on the relationship you were just in, learning where you went wrong, because we all hate to admit it, but I mean, I wasn't perfect, you know, like I could have done some things differently, like Mm -hmm. learning where he fell short, the reason it ended, learning, you know, like. What qualities you liked, what you didn't like, what the red flags were—that e- all of that, like actually reflecting on it and taking your time to mourn the idea that they were a possible contender in, like a future, but also mm-hmm. learning, all right, in my future I want this. I think that's super important, and that's something we a lot of people don't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like
0: no, I totally agree. Like literally, okay, I think I. Said this in like a previous podcast, or I said this to you like outside of a podcast. It could be I just either the same. I was gonna say,
1: <laughs> um, I get podcasts in real life confused with you a lot
0: nowadays. <laughs> Every time I get out of a relationship, I need at least like five months. It's always a self reflective period. Mm-hmm. Every single time I get out of a relationship, mm-hmm. it's just like, all right, well, that didn't work out. Why didn't it work out? Mm-hmm. What do I need in the next relationship I have? You know. Yeah. See, in my head, it's
1: pretty much the time of the relationship if it's under six months. And then above that, maybe, like, it just depends on where I am. But, like, with Toby, it was only three months. So I feel like a three-month reflection. And then, you know, if I meet someone in that time frame, then I can be like, all right, like. You know, like, maybe I'm not fully ready, but, like, I I don't want to lose this new person because I was with the wrong person. Right. So then, like, slowly, you know, having those conversations, even if you take it slower than normal Mm -hmm. type of a thing.
2: Well, they say, not that I agree with this, I think every relationship and every person, everybody's emotional capabilities are different. But they say it takes, like, half the time that you are in the relationship to get over the relationship. So if it was like a year, it might be six months, but I really like how you take so much time for healing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like you recognize like, hey, this hurt and this sucks. How are we going to process this and move on yeah. in a better direction?
0: Yeah. And it's a fun, it's a fun period. Like after a breakup, like it's okay. It sucks at first, obviously. Because yeah. you're sad. I mean, breakups suck. But then general, once, once you, you get over it, it like... I don't know. It's just, like, you start to focus on yourself. You start to go to the gym more. You eat better. I don't know. It's just, like, a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but you... That's just how I am. Mm -hmm. Like, people who jump from relationship to relationship, I'll never understand. I don't... I just... I feel like they're trying to fill some kind of void that they're missing personally. Mm -hmm. Um... Well, like, even, I mean, Toby, he, it was three weeks,
1: right? Like, after we broke up, he was in a relationship. Now they're living together. And I'm like, you're, like, there's something you're not even getting in your own life. There's something off about Right, there's something off about it all. Like, you do you. If you're happy, if, I hope she's the love of his life. I hope Mm
2: -hmm. they get married. You know, like, Like, I hope they're happy forever. Maybe
1: they will. Maybe they will. Like, and that's great if they do, but overall, like, that just sounds like, You're jumping from thing to thing because you can't be alone.
2: Right. Yeah, I think that's a lot about kind of what we were just talking about. It's, like, it's important to, like, spend that time by yourself and have that self-love. And there's people who are legit incapable of doing that just because, like, of the stuff they're battling. You know what I mean? Like, they're going through stuff and it's so hard for them to deal with it. They're going to do everything they can to avoid dealing with their own problems. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Well, I think a big part of that, too, is finding friends, like not acquaintances, not people to go to party with, finding genuine human beings that you can talk to mm-hmm. and that can fill that void when you're not in a relationship. Like, that's why I don't need a relationship. Like, do I want one? Yes. Would it be great? Like, would I be happy if I found the right person? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't doubt that at all. Mm-hmm. But like, I never go looking and I don't need one. And it's because I have such genuine humans that I don't have a void in my life. Mm -hmm. a relationship will eventually better it I believe that with the Mm -hmm. right person and that'll be amazing but Mm -hmm. like in the meantime I think that's why it's so important to have those friends and like actually keep them Mm -hmm. Well, whether you're in a relationship or not you do not give up your friends Mm -hmm. you keep your friends, you have your friends and you make time for just them outside of your relationship Mm -hmm. so that if that ends you still have those people that Mm -hmm. are consistent in your life because they're not a fucking relationship they're a friendship like they're supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Like right. you don't even have to make wedding vows. They're supposed to be around, oh, you know. Absolutely.
0: So we were talking about that in our last podcast. I think. No, we weren't. <laughs> yeah, I think we were.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. In a future podcast. That comes in a future up. podcast. Yes. We we filmed two this week to make sure that no hospital visits happen again that keep us from posting Hopefully a podcast not. for you guys. That so if anything else comes up, you will hear about. <laughs>
0: If anyone was wondering, hospitals aren't fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, super I'll sure second that. Right now, too. Yeah. Um,
2: it's crazy because, you know, like with COVID and everything, like you think that they'd, you know, put more people in the hospitals, but they're actually like laying people off because. I, I hate hospitals so much. Oh, my gosh. I just feel like hospitals – it's <laughs> is a super random tangent. But um, Let's go. We like But like <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel like, you know, hospitals are, like, a place where people go because they're dying and need help or, you know, literally, like, have to be there. And they're run as a business instead of, like, a right. hospitality thing. Like, it's, like, how do we make money, not how do we take care of people. And – my mom, she was, like, she's always been in and out of hospitals my whole life, and, like, she was married to a doctor, you know, and you think somebody, like, that would have the best care possible, but, like, I've just seen her treat terribly, you know right. what I mean? And I, I just it pisses me off so bad because, like, obviously she doesn't want to be there. Like, she's not there because she's like, oh, yeah. this is going to be fun. Like, let's go to the hospital. Like, they need to be better about just – you know if somebody has like a certain checkup at a certain time or if there's amount of times that a doctor needs to see a patient during the day Mm -hmm. that needs to happen no
1: i agree i mean i dealt with that i I deal with it now because of covid but Mm -hmm. like through all my you know like hospital visits and medical visits Mm -hmm. and all of the things that i've gone through like first of all they're never like when i say not on time i'm not talking like 10 minutes late like Mm -hmm. i'm talking you're sitting in a waiting room for like an hour or two yeah waiting for them to like see you and then Mm -hmm. on top of that like nothing like paperwork is constantly not just confusing but like half the time like i've had hospitals lose pieces of paperwork oh
0: my God. yeah you wanna, so, like, do you want to hear so i literally was like actively like i couldn't keep anything down i was like throwing mm-hmm. up and i go into the er and i literally had like a trash bin like to throw up in like my bathroom <laughs> trash can i was like oh, really? i did not okay. have anything and I was like walking in there, and they like, literally handed me a clipboard to fill out. And I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" <laughs> like I literally ha- have a bucket <laughs> full of my throw up in my hand, and you're giving me a fucking clipboard to fill out. Like I can't even think right now. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, like a sorry, we done. Was that it? Oh yeah. That <laughs> That's <it>. I'm Just <laughs> like I wanted to say this before I forgot, like a disclaimer, like. We're not hating like like on the people, like we respect no. the nurses so much and the we doctors, know, the surgeons they're doing I'll their, their you best know. job. It's not that they're doing anything wrong, it's that a hospital is run as a business and they're more worried about making money than having the correct number of staff in there. Right. You know, it's it's not their fault that they're so short staffed they can't get to a place on time. You know, it's right. it's the hospital's fault.
1: No, I completely agree. Like, I mean, I was, so when I was 21, I had an ectopic pregnancy, lost a baby. But most people don't know what that is. It's where the baby's not in your uterus. So it bursts normally, Mm -hmm. which equals emergency surgery. So I went in the hospital at 9 p.m. with horrible pains. I knew I was pregnant. I was in the waiting room for three and a half hours before they got me back there. The doctor looked at me. And said it was a miscarriage. And walked out. Me and my mom fought it. I was like, I've already had a miscarriage. Like, this isn't a fucking miscarriage. Get me fucking something. Mm -hmm. Like, I know this. You're wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, I gut reaction. Ordered an ultrasound. That took an hour and a half to get. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I was within the... Thank God, the doctor switched in the emergency room while I was there. The new doctor hurried the ultrasound, got it, said that I was on the operating table within 30 minutes of bleeding internally. Like, dead. Because they took so long to even give a fuck about it. Like, and it's not, like you said, it's not the doctor's fault. Like, an an ER is like, first of all, if you have a medical emergency that you know there's something legitimately wrong, call an ambulance. Like, I know that fucking sucks, but you're gonna get the attention you need, and the ER, they can only go as fast as all the people that are coming in and if someone comes in and says they're having a heart attack they're getting seen right away if you go in and say it's anything less even though you know it's something serious like you're not getting seen right away because they don't have the ability to put you before someone that has you know a brain aneurysm or a heart attack or you know like a hole in their chest like it doesn't matter if you're about to die so first of all ambulance but second of all like they're so short staffed back then and then COVID has had them double short staffed now that is, just, I don't know. Like, yeah, there's our tangent for the day, guys. Yeah. Like, hospitals our are short-staffed. We love our hospitals. No, we are love- <laughs> talking about hospitals. <laughs> <and> <laughs> hospitals don't suck. We love mm-hmm. you, Jess. I'm trying to think. Erin, like, I'm trying to get to everyone in our group. All of McKenna, the healthcare
0: workers. All of our healthcare, healthcare workers we that in, we know. Yeah, we were just. This isn't about you depend. guys.
1: This is more about, like, the way hospitals are run, not who is in the hospital actually seeing all of us. Mm-hmm. So, right, yeah there we go (laughs) anyway
2: (laughs) back on introvert back to introvert (laughs) so
1: okay you're more introverted so what would your ideal like date be if you're one-on-one like as the most introvert of us
2: um like i would like to go to like a dinner like somewhere that's not busy um because i really like nice dinners um (laughs) (laughs) who doesn't yeah Yeah. i love good food um but yeah just like a quiet place where we can just like talk and just like get to know each other better um that's like not around a shit ton of people see no i feel that
0: like okay i just want to say i love downtown greenville but i've been to gather a few times and that gave me such Bad social anxiety, like literally. I even less... have social
1: anxiety. together It's a like lot. it's so like, much. Thinking about it's it, so like, like, like freaking out a little bit. I uh... <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> like,
0: obviously, like, imagine going on a first date there. I couldn't do it because it's like, I'm so, I'm overwhelming. It's, like yeah. so overwhelming. Yeah, so overwhelming because you have to walk down. To get... No, there's too many different places. Oh no, I was just thinking about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so nice dinner. Would you guys go anywhere after?
2: Like, would you go home? So it's a first date, probably just dinner. Okay. okay yeah. So I'm, I've never. So I have my last relationship was like four years ago. Okay. And then probably in these four years, like I've probably been on like five dates total. So this, like real, like yeah, like sit serious, down, serious, like sit down, like, planned yeah, out, like dates. Dinners, okay. Like with like you know different like. I mean, probably, like, three of those were with the same person. And then, like, two were with, like, the same person. So, I've only probably dated two people in Mm -hmm. the past, like, four years. So, this is, like, the first time in my life, like, I'm really, like, trying to, like, date. Like, I've never really, like, dated before. And it's so... It sucks. Ah, It sucks because you just get... It's like kissing toads. Yeah. it's just like oh, like this guy has so many nice qualities. Like literally, the last guy I talked to, or I went on a date with, he was like, "I'm an asshole," and I was like, "No, you're not. Stop it." Because I'm like always looking for the best. Right. right. And I was like, "Oh my god, this guy is such an asshole." Like,
0: <laughs> so that was. Well, at we knew it. Right. Yeah, like, he's honest. honest.
2: So that was that was my first date putting myself back out there. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's really hard just because I don't know. It's just like the fact of like sitting down with somebody and like having them get to know you and you know them like past, you know, like I don't know. That's like a lot for me. Like yeah. it's just a, it's a lot to open yourself up and give yourself away. Right. You know, in any type of capacity, especially I don't know for me, it's really, it's really, really, really hard. I just think because, like I'm so jaded from like my dad and, like, growing up kind of not having him around and stuff and, like, always, like, wanting that. And I've, like, put myself in, like, not even relationships, just, like, bad situationships that are super unhealthy and, like, you know, we weren't dating. It was just... I met that guy one time, and I never, like, I was, like, I literally didn't want to meet somebody past one day. I was, like, I want to spend one day with this person, and if I don't remember their name, like, that's a win. <laughs> and so God. now I'm, like, trying to build a relationship with somebody that I want to potentially be intimate with. And um, it's, it's really hard. It's scary. Yeah, it's it is. really, really hard, but, like. I feel like I'm now, like, surrounding myself, like, with better, like, better matches. Because, like, I like I really, like, I'm, I feel like I've been afraid of kind of finding the one or been afraid of, like, like, relationships in general. Like, it's, it's so scary to me. I just feel like I've had such a bad role with it and just, like, opening myself up to that. And so we'll see. Like, it's going okay. Like so far, so far, I've been on like a couple more dates with a couple more people, and you know, went on one yesterday was, I mean, great. So there's good guys out there. They're somewhere underneath rocks, but I- I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep putting myself out there, keep trying until, you know, I find that one, the find the one. And like I, I think you guys talked about this before with finding, you know, like the one or whatever, like. I don't need anybody in my life. Like if somebody is just like I need somebody to like add to it. Like if I think I know you guys talked about this before, like yeah. all they need to do is add to my life. Right. Like I have everything. You wanna I be need. wanted.
1: You like, don't wanna be yeah. needed. Yeah. I
2: have everything I need, like if you're gonna like take away from that in the least bit, get out of here. Yeah. Right. Nope. No. No, cool. I agree.
1: I mean, I think I'm just gonna spit the extroverted side of life, like and I mean I'm sure introverts do too. too. I'm so, I'm around so many people so often. I'm really good, not at bullshitting. I don't, cause I'm not a liar. Anyone that knows me knows I like, don't lie. Like I'm super honest, but like I'm a bullshitter about topics. So I can pick topics that aren't super intimate to like who I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm really good at like picking basic stuff, you know, like talking about basic things. Cause I meet people all the time. Like anyone that comes to the group, I feel like I meet them first. Because people bring them to things I invite them to. So, like, I'm really good at coming up with basic stuff to, like, judge a person. You know, like, on if they'd be a good friend, like, a good person to add to the thing. But I'm really good at not going super deep into my life if I don't want to. So, like, I mean, I even had a conversation this past week with someone who has been around for, like, two or three months. But we never got super deep into conversation. And we finally did. And he was like, I never knew anything about you. Like, I never knew all these things. You know, like, I never knew this is what you wanted out of life or this is this. And we weren't on a date. We weren't, you know, like, in a romantic setting at all. It was just, like, friends talking. But I think that's what's really hard about opening up is, like, a first date. You don't even want to do that Mm because you don't know if they're going to ghost you after a first date. So, like, you know, like, it's the second, third, fourth dates that, like, you slowly... I feel like it's really hard to open up before that and even then it's like a slow process Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of like each date you might get a little more serious and like Mm -hmm. let them know a little more about you.
0: Mm -hmm. Dates like literally give me so much anxiety. I have to have at least two drinks before I go. I think second
1: dates give me more than first dates because first dates to me are meet and greets like mm -hmm. you know like even if I met you I still treat them the same way like this is the first time we're getting... Romantic. I right, no, know. The second one is the second like. One's all right. Like,
0: There's more to it. Oh care. wait.
1: Right. Like now we might be like trying yeah, to do something might-
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> now we might be going somewhere and like right. and now I need to- yeah. No, that second makes sense. Second dates give me all
1: the fucking anxiety. <laughs> it's
0: like it's that fine. makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. All right. So what's a with an ambivert? Ambivert. Ambivert. Ambivert.
0: Ambiver- mm-hmm. What's your dream date? What's my dream date? Honestly. I love outdoorsy things, so I would say like honestly, my dream day would be like hiking in Asheville and then going to a brewery afterwards. I can see that. That's so
1: you. I mean, that's super cute. Yeah,
0: love that. Like going on like like a a five mile hike like during the day and then that's a long hike. hike. I like. It's not that like when you're hiking, it's like. Just like walking. Or I mean, like I guess like you're only
2: walking two like, and a half
1: miles, and then you're mm, chilling okay, at the top. Maybe a
2: three mile one. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's, it's a first date. We're doing a three mile. Yeah, one. if you uh, said first <laughs> date, like I don't want to sweat <laughs> everywhere and like. Well, you,
1: you don't, don't want him to die, and then be like, "Oh shit, I'm right. Right. he can't make
0: it back." You need but to figure you know. out his fitness <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, fitness level. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say like like a. Casual hike and then going to a brewery mm-hmm. somewhere in Asheville. I love Asheville.
1: I like that. I love Asheville. Next weekend we'll be in Asheville.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited. We're going to an apple orchard next weekend.
1: And then brewery hopping.
0: And then brewery
2: hopping. Are you coming? Um, possibly. Yeah. But one thing I wanted to kind of like add to that, um, just like the whole like first date thing. I saw this like one tweet or like this one like, yeah, it was a tweet and it was like this girl had this guy over for the first time and she was like in her pajamas no makeup glasses like retainer in for like their first get together and it's like just just show the person who you are like you right go. off the bat and so like every time you get ready it's just like they're gonna be like wow she's so pretty and like I don't know I feel like when you're just like I love I just love that I, I no, you know that's, just, honestly, honestly, that's it all out you. there and just being like yo, this is me, this is what you're gonna get, like, you're gonna see me out without makeup eventually, so. Right. Right. I think I'm,
1: like, I'm never shy to, like, not wear makeup.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, I'm super, like, you can see me both ways, like, I'll be out to an event with people, and I'm, like, no makeup, hair in a bun, and, like, leggings, and a sports bra, like, or I'm super dressed up in a romper heels, you know, full hair, full makeup, like, I think I go super both ways, and that's part of the reason is I never want someone to feel like I fake them out. Like I'm yeah. literally both. I love dressing up. I love wearing heels. I you know like mm-hmm. I love going out to nice places and looking the part and doing the thing. And I also love fucking being comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's never gonna change ever. See,
0: my thing is like literally. I'm still working on it, but like I'm so insecure. I feel like I don't. I feel so much better when I like I'm wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a like a. I think that's shield, still a I normal. Guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, but I just. You kind of sh- use it as a shield. I kind of use it as a shield just because I'm just like. Well, I know we were talking about the whole like self love thing, but it's just like sometimes I'm just like I'm tired of seeing the same face every day. Like. Mm-hmm. That was my ring. Don't eat <laughs> <don't need> that. <laughs> we're good, guys. <laughs> But like no I I, I think I do use it like somewhat as like a shield I guess but and it's hard for me to like show people like just like all natural. All natural but
2: I had to like I literally, like, was somebody who, like, couldn't leave my house without having makeup on. Just because, like, I, I like to look to put, put together, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But it got to the point where, like, yeah, I was using it as a shield. Like, I want people to think I'm, like, this pretty person and view me, like, in a specific way. So I'm never going to, like, not wear makeup. And so, like, I mean, this past year was, like, the first time, like... I mean if I'm going to like the mall or something but if I'm hanging out with like a group of friends like I'd be like oh I need to put makeup on like I need to do my eyebrows I need to put a little right. bit of something on it it's like it's the self-loving like just being comfortable with yourself and just being like hey this is who I am like right I yeah. have blemishes like this it's eyebrow like- is like a little bit higher than the other this eye is a little bit more squinty or whatever and it's just like The people who are supposed to be in your life are going to love you for who you are, no matter what you look like. And if they're going to judge you and not be in your life for what you look like, they shouldn't be in your life in the first place. That's true. I agree. I think
1: I got... Okay, I hated this, and no parent should ever do it to their child. Let me start with that. But in high school, I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. Yeah. Outside of, like, prom. My two proms I went to. Cinder, do not knock that over. Thank you. Um, And... Like, there were two other times I was allowed to wear Like, four times in four years. Mm-hmm. Like, that was it. So, I think that despite the fact that I'd never put a girl through that because it was brutal in high school. Mm-hmm. And I think it gave me the reality that, like, I did have a boyfriend in high school. Granted, he was a Bob Jones kid and his mom hated me. But, like, I still had a boyfriend in high school. So, like, I think it gave me the, like, reality that people are going to like you for you if you find the right people. And it doesn't matter. Like makeup, I love. Like
0: <laughs> makeup,
1: I love. I love, you know, having fun with it. I love doing things with it. But I'm definitely very simple with a lot of it because I don't learn it.
0: <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. There's a
1: cat outside. Yeah, that sounds right. We're gonna go chill. I don't know, actually.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Windows are closed. These are cute. I know. Ones. I love
0: these mugs. So I don't know if like so they have the don't call me baby logo. I I I think I've seen like literally one. these are and they have a pink interior. Or babe, baby, don't call me
2: baby.
1: Baby, 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 baby. Yes. Okay. Wait. This is
2: like a bad. So
1: this one's. We haven't decided that, I don't oh, think. Oh, we
0: don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're probably we're, we're, all,
1: we're brunettes. And Haley just saw that we were brunettes, yeah, and no, she just designed a really
2: cool mug. You guys are so really cool funny, because I've literally stared at this logo and been like, which one's what? <laughs> <laughs> guys,
1: we, okay, pick your person. I'll be the other one.
0: That's Who sweet. do you want to be? I'm going to be the straw one.
1: All right, I'm bubblegum, guys. I can't blow a bubble, so that's super fucking funny. That's but. Funny. Funny. Yeah, there you go. Now you know. <laughs> you Mystery <don't> solved.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, these mugs are, like, the most exciting thing for me, personally. Like, I don't know. No, they, like, no, they really The are. fact like, that we have, like, a podcast that has enough followers that we I thought we could get one.
0: merchandise. Yeah, cheers. It is? Okay. That one's Do for I get all guests. <laughs> Sorry.
1: All
2: guests? Yeah. Oh, okay. But you're the first one to use it. Y'all, you guys need to give get extra for your guests. All <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Once we get them from
1: our supplier, we will. Yeah. These cost twenty bucks each because I designed them. For so you know, so the, I didn't have like two hundred dollars to drop on the next couple of guests. So, yeah, yeah, so I, I guess I I'm not important. Really, how about, I'm how about this? How about this? You will get one. When we get our suppliers. No, down. I don't
0: care. It's mine.
1: Well, you're going to buy one or get one. So you can <laughs> I'll choose. One. One. I'll, I'll buy one. one. I'll
0: buy one. I guess. Like, That's in you. <laughs> we're we're going to wrap up.
1: We're going to wrap up. Yeah, we're we're gonna also going to do a giveaway for the mug. So any of you listening up until this one hour and five minute podcast. Yeah, okay, our longest yeah. one yet. So we know if you're actually
0: listening through the whole thing, if you hear this announcement. We're giving we're away one of our mugs.
1: So right. I'm
0: going to have to answer
1: the contest. Yeah, <laughs> it will be an Later
2: <laughs> I'm already eliminated. <laughs> it'll be
1: a lot. It'll be so, announced later today on Instagram. Um, but we're yeah, we're doing. We're gonna make a post. Yeah, yeah. Do a
0: giveaway. Um, if you listen to the end of this, you'll know. So we'll know who the real ones are. Right. right. So. Yep. Um. Yeah, we'll give away one. Month. How
1: about this? If you've listened to the end of this, by the time the post comes up, DM and us. you de- DM us that you heard this. We'll give you five extra entries. Look at that. Okay, we'll put the post up at three p.m. So you all got six hours to listen to this shit. I think that's fair. Just
0: DM us with an emoji or like.
1: Either way, you'll be able to get into the something. contest. We'll just give you five extra things if you tell us you heard this. DM us with the with the, the, the
0: kiss the kiss, the emoji. kiss face emoji. The kissy Oh layer. yeah, the kissy the kiss
1: face yeah. with the lip. Cool. All right. Well, Other than that, thank you, Maddie. I think thanks. you gave us well, a great you. insight. Literally, this was such, this a, good
0: was such a good episode. This was such yeah. a good episode.
1: We're so thankful that you came here. But, thank um, you guys yeah.
2: so much for having me. Of I know course. we yeah, had you guys had to like move your schedules a little lo- around a little bit to make this anything work. to make so, it work. Anything, so, yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yay. I was like a little nervous and stuff, but you guys made me feel feel very comfortable and. Yeah, it was fun talking good. to you, ladies. Yeah, as always. I
0: think, <laughs> I think this was
2: really good. Like, yeah. I, I learned stuff. So, I learned like, something. You know, I, I learned
0: something new like with every podcast. Same, so, though.
1: But thank it. you guys for listening, and we will see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>